Dumb is on the phone, Dumb is on the phone, Dumb is on the phone, talking to a person, Dumb is on the phone, who's he talking to? It's probably his mum, or his dad, or another person. I don't know why I don't sing professionally. Sorry. No. Hey, welcome back. What are you doing professionally? What? Nothing. Um, sorry, that was my dad. Of course it was. Of course it was. Who else would it be? Called it. Called it. Readers will know. Hello and welcome to the Omcast. My name is Dom. As one half of the Omcast, I'm joined by Tom. Say hello, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Hello. Hello. I was trying to, was trying to think of something that would be funny and Sonic related, but I couldn't. Well, it's not like we've been and talking then... for about an hour, so it's not, it's not no. like we've had plenty of time to think of something witty, is it? No. Just been talking <laughs> about. Uh, yeah. No, I biffed it. I'm sorry. Well, apparently they're, sorry, making, they're making. Pro, look, apparently they're making Tony Hawk's Pro Skater like re, remaster. That's very exciting news. We just found out. We found out live. Um, yeah, we might have to shift that. this podcast. But speaking about nostalgic shit, speaking about nostalgic stuff, in this episode, we're going to continue our quarantine catch-up by talking about Sonic the Hedgehog, starring Jim Carrey, James Marsden, and John Ralphio. I mean, uh, <laughs> Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz. Oh, mate. I'm just... This fucking film, man. Yeah. Like, I'm really surprised how much I enjoyed it. <laughs> Like, like I've been, we've been like putting this off. Yeah, we were like, oh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Like, I was, I remember back because this came out obviously back in February, um, and we're now we missed it at the cinema, and we're now finally getting back to it because it's been released at home, um, and we're all obviously still quarantined, so we yeah. managed to catch up with it. But I remember at the time, I was like, we got to go see it, and you were like, Ugh. and I was like, like, <laughs> what, you know that, like that, um, ironic piss taking thing where I I see something that I know is going to be shit. And I force you to go and watch it. Like what I would have done for Bloodshot or what I would have done for Fast and Furious. I was like, we've got to go. We've got to go see it. It's what the people want, Tom. And we were yeah. dragging you kicking and screaming to go and see it. But as it turns out, I actually had a lot of fun with it. I yeah, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't know. It's, um, I mean, it's nothing amazing. But I think what it, what it is to me, the best way I can sort of sum up Sonic the Hedgehog is it feels like, a sort of throwback to those sort of high concept family films from like the nineties. Like it feels like space jam or it feels like flubber or something like that. Where yeah. it's like, yeah, there's some sort of out, out otherworldly CGI, like craziness, visually stunning thing going on. Um, but it's just a really basic sort of family film really. Yeah. But one thing that like, I think we, obviously need to talk about is the fact that this is this is what is like hollywood homicide in so much as it's a it's a movie that's based off of a video game yeah and that's that's what i liked in even at the very beginning of the movie like because they they show obviously all the different um production companies one of them is original film Okay. I like the I like the irony of the fact that one of the, he came up with Sega and made the Sega like <laughs> theme and then came up with original film. It was like nothing about this is original. You really know. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is the, exactly this is another one of a long line of attempts to adapt a video game into a movie. And historically, they're really bad. Like yeah. there are you count the sort of good ones. I mean, I think we talked about Tomb Raider a couple of years ago. 
and that was yeah, okay. Tomb Raider was okay. Tomb Raider was okay in so much as it set up what could have been a really interesting sequel. Yeah, well, they've confirmed they are making a sequel to that. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Alicia Vikander, they've hired a director. I can't remember the name of the director now. Ben something. But he's quite a well-known guy as well. And they've confirmed, right. yeah, they are making okay. a sequel, which in retrospect could make that first one worthwhile. Um, yeah, because that's... Because I, yeah, but that's yeah. like still the benchmark for a decent, if not amazing, uh, video game movie. But everything else has been rubbish. <laughs> like... I mean, yeah, Assassin's I can't really... Creed was crap. Assassin's Creed was guff. Like, again, it missed loads of... I think what happens is they try and get away from the fact that uh, they try and over-gamify it or they try and say, oh, no, well, that's not going to work like that. Let's do it like this. And so you're missing the point of what the actual game is. Like, They tend to be very um, simple, especially with something like Sonic like Mario, like Assassin's Creed is fairly complicated. Um, I'm playing one as it's like my main game that I'm playing at the moment is an Assassin's Creed one. I was trying to explain to my girlfriend what what it's about. Yes, you can And I was like, well that's, it's that's really, really, really complicated. Yes, yeah, part of the reason why I've never got into the Assassin's Creed games because they just they seem too complicated to me. They're just like I no, I need I need to know what's going on. Like yeah, I mean, one of the things that they've done now is uh, they've realised that people don't like a lot of like the really overly complicated stuff. So they've like stripped a lot of that back. But there's a bit in the middle of like where the franchise exists so far, where it's a bit wobbly and a bit mumbo jumbo, wibbly wobbly, timey wimey sort of thing. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I, I, I don't care. I just want to, I just want to assassinate historical leaders from the past, <laughs> um, or just talk about how, in the context of the one that I'm playing as, the Spartans did this, that, and the other. Like, there are things that make these games really complicated, and there are things that make video games in general really complicated. But going talking about Sonic specifically, all of the stuff that adds to the lore is largely within the wider sort of culture of it. Yeah. So it's, it's the expanded universe. It's the comics. It's the the TV shows. It's the, the the cartoons. It's like a lot of the stuff that isn't really spoken about because the gameplay is quite simplified. And where they've tried to give it like RPG elements in the past, they've overly saturated and made it less fun yeah yeah i mean i don't know i like the sequences where it gets like yeah it looks like the game are amazing to look at and they're just and they're fun but like yeah um but i know what you mean like it's the like i say it, it just it's really really simple it's not like one of those um Sort of like an 80s version of this would be like there would be a broken family and he'd be the one to bring them back together again. <laughs> yeah. Like, Joe, you know, it would be yeah. like ET, it would be like he finds him and then he, and he becomes a surrogate father for him or whatever. But it's, it's none of that. No, everyone's fine and like there's no real conflict within the movie, like within the main characters. Yeah, it's everything's just, pretty well wrapped up. Every, yeah, everything's okay. People are like, there's no nasty, like the relation, the main relationship, the human relationship in the middle of it is James Miles and his girlfriend, which is just fine there's no their like, relationship's good 
yeah exactly there's, and there's no like major sort of subtext and like and there's like, like bare, there's no darkness in this at all no. it's just a nice light sort of family fit with a yeah a cartoonish villain and a cartoonish and well an actual cartoon as the hero like, <laughs> what, more, what more do you want like it's yeah. like jim carrey is just turns up and plays jim carrey for about an hour and a half Right, Jim Carrey is, that's one of the things that I enjoyed so much about this film. Yeah. Was that not, it's like we were saying about the like, the nostalgia of what this film does in terms of how it presents like the story and what it does within that. But it's also, they've nailed it by bringing Jim Carrey in to be Jim Carrey from when you remember him from when you were younger. Yeah, from the, again, and, it's a 90s movie. The movie is time-travelled from the 90s. Like, yeah. everything about it is like, look, who's in it? Like, what, what, you know, the tone of it. Like, everything about it is just, it's a 90s movie that somehow has ended up coming out in 2020. But, yeah. like, in a really good way. Like, not but in it's a... perfect. Like, it works. It's exactly what it should be. It's like, yeah, the height of Sonic Mania, the height of when Sonic was popular was during the 90s. The height of Jim Carrey was during the 90s. The height yeah. of, of these kind of movies like, like Space Jam and that was at that point as well. So they've just, they've thrown back and made one of them. And I think yeah. it's brilliant. I think it's really good. Yeah. Like, I, I think to talk about overall, it, it sort of works. It's just, it's like you say, it's this very stripped back really comfortable in its own skin story it's not trying to add anything in it's not, no, it's not like anything it's not trying to make any give any messaging or be overly clever it's just having fun yeah it's not, it's not like snarky or sort of or you know sort of there's a couple of times when there's like a t- like a little like throwaway line that's like a little wink and a, and a nod to the audience but like at the beginning of it i was worried like when they when they started off like and they showed like the um sonic's origin story if you like yeah and how he got to the world, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, are they giving him like a tragic origin story? What are you doing? Like, already, they, this is exactly what I didn't want. But then that was just the framing device to set up the rest of it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? At first, it was like, what is this with an owl and a what? What, what the fuck am I watching? What is this? You know what I really enjoyed was the fact that, like, they showed that at the start and they were like, and it's done. And That's then they're it. like, yeah, they're not, exactly. we're not showing him traveling around in like a million different dimensions and doing this that and the other here's the start this is how Sonic gets to here gets to our planet yeah this is the story and then it's over yeah it's that and it's like and it's self-contained and it's like i was thinking oh they're going to go to the dip, the dip back to the world or and it will like because the problem i found with that first bit is that it was too cartoony like there were all the different characters in there were really cartoony yeah, um, and I was like, if it's going to be like this for the whole thing, then I'm, but they didn't do that. Like they they they've cleverly because obviously this is setting up. They want it to be a franchise. They want to make multiple movies because no movie is ever made with the intention of just being a one and done <laughs> anymore. Because that's that's crazy. Why would you unless do that? it's an art house film? Yeah, and that's like Parasite. I don't think there's going to be a Parasite cinematic universe. Um, oh, but no. <laughs> I don't know. Well, no, they've got to do an American remake, haven't they? Because people don't want to read. Um, yeah, it'll be an American remake, but it'll be on HBO, isn't it? Yeah, it'll be HBO, and it will have fucking... Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo, yeah. I, li- I literally think that's what it is. Yeah. I think it's um, going to be that. Um, I was going to say, yeah, so... But although there are some things in there where it's clearly, all right, where well, you're setting up a sequel, you're setting up a spin-off, or you're, you're hinting at something more it doesn't overdo that, which I was worried no. it was going to. I was worried yeah. it was going to be like, 
because often you know whenever there's a studio with you know and they throw a load of money at something to, to reboot a franchise you get stuff like the amazing spider-man series where they <laughs> they like they write checks that they're, they're, they can't then sign because they're all they're doing is setting up stuff for the future yeah but forget about making a decent film at this first in the first instance and so no one ever bothers going to see it. And so all you end up with is a two-hour-long trailer for shit that never exists. <laughs> yeah. But that's not what they did with this. They, they, there was a, a, enough things sprinkled in there that you go, oh, clearly that's them setting something up for down the line. But they managed to contain it and say, no, we're going to stay on Earth. We're going to have the, just be about like a buddy road movie, essentially, with yeah. James Marsden and this like hyperactive little... And like the characterization of Sonic was like spot on. He's like a hyperactive, like excited kid, essentially, and that's pretty much exactly what Sonic the Hedgehog should be, isn't he? And like, and speaking of which, how do you do any better casting than getting Ben Schwartz? Yeah, he was great. Like, I mean, brilliant. Yeah, he was brilliant, and he like, and he talks at million miles an hour, and like some of the some of the jokes land, some of them go over your head, some of them are like blinking, you miss them. Um, <laughs> I particularly related to the one where he because there's this whole thing he does where he's so fast that he can like interact with himself. Oh, so, I love that scene. Yeah. So there's a scene where he, yeah, he's um, playing um, baseball and he's playing every position, but he also does one early on where he's like, he's um, being a psychologist to himself. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, do you think your uh, prolonged isolation have started to drive you a little bit crazy? <laughs> and it's like, no, I don't think so. And I particularly relate to that because having been in isolation on my own, <laughs> I've had that conversation with myself. Difference being, I can't move that quickly. But, <laughs> but like he, um, yeah, he's great. And then also Marsden, <laughs> yeah, James Marsden, <laughs> poor like, bloke. Like I feel so bad for the guy. He's, had, I feel like he's just been shafted throughout his career. But he's really good. <laughs> uh, the thing about Marsden is, I don't know, like. Because for the majority of this, he must have been acting opposite nothing. Oh, no, there was someone there. Was there someone there, right? Yeah, if you go on to, uh, if you look in the credits, um, you'll see that there's like an on-set Sonic. Okay. Which is why in the credits, like there's somebody that is, like Ben Schwartz is is, um, credited as voice of Sonic. Okay. And then they have on-set Sonic, which is some guy. Like, I'm sorry, I can't remember his name. Um, but yeah, and it's like so he obviously had someone to work with, which I think helped because yeah. again, like going back to the Ian McKellen during The Hobbit, where he just breaks down in tears and says, "This isn't acting," because mm-hmm. he's in a green room where there's nothing else there, no one else, and like people are just shouting lines at him from off the set. Yeah, and he's like, this isn't acting. Whereas, and then you get something like uh, Bumblebee is like another version of this, where you've actually got something there that they can sort of can they can communicate with. But yeah, he's Master's like consistently like a B guy, isn't he? But why? Like, look at the bloke for fuck's sake! Like he's just yeah, he's so... like he's really talented. He can sing, he can dance, he can act, he can do all of this stuff. He looks like a fucking Disney print, uh, prince, and he's like, and that's the thing. He's like, he must be in his forties by now at least, but he doesn't yeah. look it. Just like no. he was, his big sort of breakthrough was um, Cyclops in the original X Men series. Yeah, but that's kind of even that was a bit 
you know, he was hamstrung by that because his eyes were covered the entire time. And then this fucking upstart Jackman turned up and stole the franchise out from underneath <laughs> But he was great as, like, Cyclops. But then he fucking biffed it because he jogged on with Singer, who yeah, should, be, should never be spoken about ever again, Yeah, uh, to do fucking Superman and played... Was he Jimmy Olsen in that? He wasn't, no, was he? he? Was, no, he just, wasn't even that. He was Lois Lane's other husband. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I feel, yeah, I feel bad. And I'm going to say it. I know we say it all the fucking time, and you're probably going to see what I'm going to say beforehand. But James Marsden. No, James Marsden <laughs> for Reeve Richards. Uh, okay. Uh, I, no. I think he's probably age-appropriate. Put a bit of um, grey in his hair. No. Give him another shot. No. No. Well, something he needs either something high profile or whatever because he like I say I feel like he's been completely like done over and he's better than what his career would lead you to believe. He's like good, said, but like at the same time, like, um, yeah, really I don't know. Like he's 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 always been like a B guy, but why? And like, I don't know, but I just don't, I just don't ever like see him having sort of overly memorable sort of roles. Yeah, but I feel like he's gone, like, he's been going to auditions, like, opposite people, like, I don't know, who would he be up against? He'd be up against... But he would be up against people like, um, fucking Hugh Jackman. I guess so, yeah. Because, but he's just not going to have that star power. Like, he's just always going to be Cyclops. Yeah. And that's fine. Like, everyone's always, there's always going to be a B guy. Like, every team... Not every team wins every match, you know? Like, I, I don't see... I think he was... Like, one of the things that I uh, think he was really, really well cast in was Frozen. Frozen? So, he's in Frozen, and he plays the uh, prince from uh, the other um, kingdom that comes in and sort of seduces Arna. Mm. And is like, oh, we should get married because then he can take over their kingdom, right? And um, but he comes in and he's all like sneaky bastard about it, and then everyone's like, oh no! But it's like he plays it really well because he plays like the the reason that it works is that he's playing type as James Marsden would play a character who is like uh, Prince Charming and stuff like that. But it turns out he's Dick, and you're like, oh, okay, I didn't didn't really work that out right away he just comes across as like this naive idiot yeah but then you put him in something like this and you're like he is that guy like he yeah he is playing b to a you know a computer generated blue hedgehog yeah i think of course he's a hedgehog i feel like that's obvious (laughs) at least that's what he says he is There are so many things, like little things like, like that. It's like my 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 hometown was amazing. It had public access to loop de loops and everything. Yeah. <laughs> and it was little again, like a little throwaway line. It's just like okay, this is clever. I already it, like it won me over really early on. Same. Little stuff like that. Um, and yeah, I like, just I the, found my favorite just, thing. That one of the things that got me like sold me on this film early on was when they were when Marston was in the police car and he was like said something about oh just i'm in barbados or whatever and the guy on the end of the phone is like really yeah <laughs> but then the other guy on the end of the phone like believes it but then the next in the next line he says um 
oh yeah chief we need you to come back to town um there's a gang sh- gangland shootout in the high street and he's like oh really and he's like no duck stole a bagel and i'm like that <laughs> is a yeah. fucking brilliant joke yeah it's so dumb it's so simple but i fucking love it and yeah. i'm immediately yeah, and I like... bought into this film my girlfriend was in the other room because she was like I'm not really feeling it. And then she went and had a bath. And then afterwards, she kept saying about, you had a really good time with that film, didn't you? And I was like, yeah, I did. Yeah. I, I, just, really I, know. It was, it's, I think it's, yeah, again, because like so much stuff is like, all the stuff we've been watching anyway is grim and dark. It was like yeah. a nice bit of a ray of sunshine. It's like, ah, oh, this is nice. Oh, like, this, this, is nice. this is fun. Nice. Like, at this no point do I think there's any serious peril. No. But I'm, this is like, this is for me is like the antidote to uh, like bitterness of coronavirus and having to watch Bloodshot and Vin Diesel just <laughs> not be on set the whole time, but pretend yeah. that it's him. And no, like, no one okay, is Vin. cracking a joke. Oh God, yeah. And then like <laughs> waiting for somebody to smile in extraction when it isn't that you've just extracted somebody's eye through the through their anus with a knife that's been fired with a gun like it's like i'm gonna fire my knife shoot gun and your eyes gonna come out your bum hole and no one's gonna laugh because this is a grim dark film and everyone yeah. hates everything yeah and then you're like i'm gonna watch sonic though and one of the there's there's, there's a line in it and there's a dog in it and then there's a hedgehog in it and then you find out how he gets the shoes and it's a really yeah. I loved all that little stuff. All those little, because like, again, like it's not too um, heavy on like the lore of Sonic or anything like that. Because like you say, most right. of that comes from like supplementary stuff. Yeah. But when you see the little nods come in for it, so like again at the beginning, there's something that you just go, "Is that Knuckles?" And then it's and then it's gone. And then because yeah. the, the little things you and then oh my god, he got the shoes. And like you start realizing, like it feels a little bit like a superhero origin story. And you start realizing how much you enjoy that stuff again. It, like, I think part of it is because like it's been such a long time since we've seen an MCU movie. Yeah, I think it's like, just it's it's been such a long time since we've had we've just had very simple fun. Yeah, like the yeah. thing is, every it's like nowadays, like everything has to have that extra layer of postmodernism or snark about it. It has to make fun of someone, or has to be satire or has to be you know something that you're like oh, okay yeah I, oh, I get that reference uh yeah I have to reference like, but, someone else but this is just this is just a ri- like original comedy it's yeah just and, and, and that's not to say we don't like those kind of things so it's so like i think a great example of that is like the lego movies yeah they are like postmodern and like and really funny because of it because they sort of they understand the tropes and things that they're playing with and and can take the piss out of that whilst at the same time being like a family movie with the same sort of messaging that you would expect yeah. from any sort of family movie. But this hasn't got any of that postmodernism element to it. It's just, no, the power of friendship and the power of love will save the day. And that's okay. it. Not, no, I'm not doing it ironically. I'm not taking the piss. That's just genuinely what we're doing. I'm like, yeah. that's really re- actually refreshing to see that again for, for, for what feels like a really long time, just to see someone do it and doing it with a straight face. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, know what to say. It's, yeah, that's. I, I don't really. Yeah, I don't really like. I mean, just trying to think. Like, uh, yeah, like I say, I love the action sequences. The way, like, there's um, 
you know, a big sort of chase sequence as they're going through different worlds and it just looks visually amazing. And I could just imagine as a kid, like this has come out in the 90s and I'd seen it. I've, this has been the best film I've ever seen. Yeah. It would have blown my mind if it had come out like, you know, when I was that sort of age. Yeah. Um, so I can only imagine what it must be like now if you're a parent and you take your kids to see this. I mean, they'll be hyperactive and bouncing off the fucking walls for about two days afterwards, but... <laughs> yeah, it's probably not a good one to encourage kids during lockdown. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. But, um, but it's, I mean, to be honest, it is at the same time. Like, kids are going to love it. It's silly. It's got a couple of winks to the parents. Like, parents are going to enjoy it because it's something that they have a recollection of from their youth. Yeah. But also it's got Jim Carrey being 90s Jim Carrey, like we say. Uh, yeah, and that's about it. Like, it's just really fun. It's just really fun. It's a bit silly. You have a good laugh with it. You don't need anything yeah. overcomplicated. Yeah, I really like what they did with Robotnik in this. So they like, obviously, he's just a cartoon villain. And he's ridiculous and over the top. But they have all like he has a couple of these lines where he talks about why he is the way he is and like his yeah. backstory. If you like, it's like, you know, I came to a realization that brawns would always trump brain unless we apply. I applied science. And so I applied science and then that bully dropped out of a straw for the rest of his life. Going, <laughs> yeah, for the next year of his life. And you go, what? And he goes, well, no, because you're going to be drinking out of that straw. <laughs> like, it's just, it all, <laughs> it, all it is is like an elaborate threat, but it tells you a little bit more about the character and they actually bother giving a bit of character to Robotnik rather than just having him be Robotnik. Yeah. Um, and that's and one yeah, of the things that I really enjoyed as well is it did sort of do a bit of a throw up with it. Yeah. And um, I was just trying to think. Like there was, there was another line in there. We, I'm, I, I won't be able to spoil it because I can't remember it. But there was another line in there that I was like, I don't know if Jim Carrey made that up on the spot, but yeah. if he did, it's fucking genius. And if he didn't, the writers are fucking genius. Yeah, I th- because it's just such a quick, snappy, so like really funny line that comes out of nowhere. And if you're paying it, attention, you'll pick it up. It's when he says something about his parents. And uh, he's like, oh, it's a thinly veiled attacker, uh, me being an orphan or something like that. And like, obviously, oh, yeah, we'll no, cut that line oh, out, That's, that's what it is. That's, that's what it is. No, he, he basically goes, I, I was, um, what is the matter with me knowing lines like this? Because I was coming up with formulas whilst you were still drinking formula. And then James Marsden, <laughs> yeah. goes, James, Marsden, James Marsden goes, actually, I was breastfed. I'm like, oh, was that, that a sly nod about me being an orphan? Yeah. Was, that, was, that, was that a little dig about me being an orphan? Fuck you, sort of thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. Again, it's all so quick that you miss it. But like, yeah, great. Um, and yeah, like the way they interact with, like, that, like you said, that uh, deputy guy in the police um, department. Because I think, is he the same guy from Iron Man 3 who modelled his whole look on Tony Stark? Uh, yes. I'm pretty sure that's who it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and he's really good. And he's like, they're like men in black, but you know, not as charming as Will Smith. <laughs> um, and like, as they leave, he goes, is, is no one going to wipe my memory or anything? I'm going to tell I'm gonna, people. I'm going to tell everybody. <laughs> and no one gives a shit. <laughs> Again, it's just those, they're like those little ones, but they do get a little bit meta, but it's really fun. It's just, it works in the context and then the sort of style of the movie. Who made this film, by the way? I don't know. About, like, um, one of Sonic's favourite movies is Speed. Yeah. And he only reads, only reads Flash comics. Yeah. Pop quiz, hot shot. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. 
it is, and it, yeah, I think we we can't really. There isn't really that much more for us to say about this, to be honest. But it's just, it's just really fun. It's just yeah. really fun. It's really silly. It'll make you laugh. It'll make you smile. It's something that's kind of like needed right now. Yeah. And there you go. Yeah. So I've looked it up. Sorry, the director Jeff Fowler, his name is, and okay. he, yeah, lots of um, kids stuff really. Uh, gopher broke about a gopher. Cool. Um, and oh, there you go. Visual effects on where the wild things are. Yeah, I knew he was a visual effects artist. Yeah. So, but it's just um, I was trying to remember or if or what he'd done. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know what else to say. It's really, really good. Yeah, it's really good. Um, Stay for after the credits as well. Um, And I think it's a slight spoiler, but I think we need to talk about that little credit sting. Uh, Yes. Um, Because that that just made me really excited in a a sort of MCU way. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, that's what I mean by it being like an MCU thing. It's like, it's just that, oh shit and then getting excited about what's coming next and then, it, and then it ends I didn't need to be as excited as I was about another Sonic film I know like, and, but, uh, you know here we are I was not expecting it and yeah and then suddenly he's like oh shit it's Tails oh, I'm like, why am I so <laughs> yeah. excited about Tails what's the matter with me like, yeah I don't, like I don't, I don't know it. <laughs> like it's a video game I'm not even that fond of yeah. like it's cool. I remember playing Sonic a lot as a kid, but yeah. I'm not like... You're not like playing it right now like you are with um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, are you? No. Exactly. So it's one of those things where you just go, I really Cause I like... Because I can hear the controller moving. Oh, yeah. I'm literally um, just <laughs> going from one place to another. So I'm just riding my horse. Um, <laughs> but it just... I don't know. Like... It's, I've got it on here. I, like, I've played it. My girlfriend was like, oh, I was obsessed with Sonic for years. And I was like, oh, cool, you can play it. And she was like, don't give it to me. Oh, really? She was, was like, the... just, just don't give it to me. Was that the Sonic Mania one you got? Yeah. Yeah, because that was a, it was a free um, PlayStation exclusive, wasn't it? Or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So really... I downloaded it. So that, that's what happened to me last night, basically. I finished this movie and then had Sonic Mania still on the hard drive on my PlayStation, launched yeah. it up. And about four hours later, I went to bed. <laughs> it's, it was just really good fun it's well designed 2D side scroller classic Sonic and I, was, I got really into it um, but yeah like I said I was never a massive fan like I'm probably more of a Mario guy than a Sonic yeah, guy I was like a I was a Mario guy but like I could just imagine it now like becoming this can you imagine like if that had been like the post credits the post credits just a portal opens up and Mario steps through and challenges <laughs> challenges him to the fucking Olympic Games Oh my god! <laughs> that's what that's what it's all leading to. There's going to be some sort of massive cinematic universe because Nintendo, in theory, are now pursuing their own sort of version of this and are wanting they? to create. Yeah, apparently they're wanting to create like a. But I think theirs are going to be animated rather than live action. Um, okay. But they want to do this the same sort of thing, which could be amazing. Like I've, like before, I would have rolled my eyes over. Now, having seen this, I feel like it will probably make them up their game a little bit. But can you imagine if they'd like get someone like Lord and Miller involved or something. Yeah, I mean, they could get um, Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo to... Well, they can't get Bob Hoskins, though, can they? Because Bob Hoskins is dead. Well, I mean, that's very insensitive of you to raise that, Tom. (laughs) 
I can't believe I can't believe you did that. I can't believe you yeah. raised that without like not reminding me before I brought it up. Well, how could I know what you were going to say before you said it? Shame out. <laughs> um, like, how could I have possibly known you would suggest casting a dead man <laughs> as Mario again? Listen, I do this a lot. Yeah, I do this an awful lot. I'm like, <laughs> hey, we could do that guy, and then you're like, oh, well, yeah, you could, but he's dead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why don't okay. they just get Peter Cushing back? Because he's been dead for thirty years, Tom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know Vincent Price. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Um, anyway yeah I mean I think we've kind of exhausted everything there is to say about Sonic Um, really good fun Um, definitely worth watching if you've got any sort of nostalgia for Sonic or you just want something that's just light nice entertainment really yeah just go and see it don't even go and see it just rent it I paid £3.50 yeah exactly and it's readily available now like everyone can get hold of it on you know your different digital platforms like iTunes and Google Play and all that sort of stuff yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd say don't um, let your initial prejudices put you off seeing it because we both <laughs> definitely went in with very low expectations and were pleasantly surprised by how much we both enjoyed Sonic. Yeah, um, exactly. So yeah, on that basis, give it a go. Just fucking watch it. Like it's really fun. Yeah. It's it like if you it's honestly it really brightened up my week just being able to see something that dumb and yeah. that fun. Like it's yeah. not like I said, it's nothing to write home about. But I'll recommend it to people if they're like, oh, you know, I want someone to watch. I'm like, watch Sonic. It's fun. Yeah, 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 definitely. All right. Well, thanks for that. Um, we are going to carry on. What else we? So the next thing we're going to do next, actually, is not necessarily a new thing, but it's something that we reckon we can will, will be a good conversation. So back in November, they the BBC and HBO put out a series for um his dark materials yeah the philip pullman um trilogy of books uh, and they started a new adaptation of them and so um I, I watched that series as it was on tom's since caught up on it we've both read the books i read them years and years ago tom's read them recently um so we're going to talk about that series in a similar way than as we did with the mandalorian um but what we're also going to do is talk about the other attempted adaptation of that book or that first book in that series, even which is called *The Golden Compass*, which came out in two thousand four, five, uh, five. Yeah, or it came out in the. I don't know. Of, I just said it really confidently. It could be two thousand four. <laughs> okay, um, so it came out, you know, a good long while ago now. But they originally attempted to adapt those books, and it they didn't go the way they obviously they wanted it to be a trilogy. It didn't go that way. They've since come back and done a new adaptation of it. Um, so we're now between seasons one and two and we decide we're going to do an episode where we talk about both the series and the movie and it will be quite an interesting sort of exercise to talk about what's better whether you should whether you should adapt you know books in my opinion i've always felt that books should be adapted into um tv series rather than films because i feel like that works better but this is a really good example of comparing them um and the actual source material as well if you know anything about his dark materials is really interesting good stuff to me like topics to talk about um so that's what we're going to do for the next episode um and then on top of that we'll then be doing more catch-up stuff of movies that come out that we've missed and we've yep. talked about possibly doing some christopher nolan movies as well yeah um because in theory one of the first movies that could end up being released and you know bringing cinemas back is the new nolan movie tenet 
and which it, is still at the moment slated to come out in July. Whether that happens or yeah, not, not is other debate. Well, no, probably not. But <laughs> I, I I'd remember, like for cinemas to be back open by then, and we can have like, uh, you know, be able to what? sit very far apart from one another. But at the same time, it's unrealistic and, frankly, not very responsible. Yeah, well, I don't know. It, it, it depends what happens. And like I say, if they do the restrictions and only a certain number of people are allowed, depending, like for every hundred seats you have, you can only have one person probably. But then from a studio's point of view, that's such a money pit of putting yeah. it out. Do you know what I mean? Just the number of tickets you sell, then why would you even bother doing it? So I would imagine if, you know, they'll come to that point in July where cinemas and governments are saying, yes, you can have them, but you can only have five people in the room. And people like Warner Brothers will go, nah it's not worth it we'll put it back until november that's probably yeah. what will happen but we'll see anyway it gives us an excuse to watch some christopher nolan movies and review them so some of the big ones you know memento inception um the prestige like some of these like he's an amazing filmmaker and it'd be a great opportunity for us to go back and sort of review some of his stuff similar yeah, to what we did with tarantino last year um so we're going to try and do that also catch up on stuff. Also, another thing that's still currently slated to come out in July is Mulan. Okay. Which means we might have to watch Banger. the original Mulan. Oh, no. I'm sure you're upset about that because you hate that film, don't you? I hate that film and any song within it. <laughs> Tom loves Mulan so much. It's, it's, it's not even funny. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, so we could do that. Um, and yeah, we'll see what happens, really. Um, obviously, yeah. we're running with it there's still plenty of us for us to catch up still stuff getting released out digitally all the time um i think little women that's the other one little women is out yeah that's something that we missed at the cinema so Which i we think we should, should cover. definitely cover that at some point so we'll do that so plenty of new stuff coming up so keep subscribed keep listening um check out sonic if you just want a bit of a fun light movie um and thanks for listening and we'll see you on whatever the next one ends up being see you next time and Cheers. i don't mean to call you that word well, I mean to call you that word, but not that, not the readers. You're rambling. You're rambling. I need to have uh, my dinner. Go and have your dinner. Okay. All right. I'll see you later, guys. <laughs> see you next week. Bye. Bye. Um, all right. So there's Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Greatest movie ever made.